0: all right and welcome back to trauma teachers this is aaron with my co-host
1: patrick as always as always yes back at it um so the mistakes last week and, Aaron, I'm not positive this is a mistake, but I'm pretty sure there are not lake flounder. <laughs> <laughs> when well, we were talking about that delicious cereal. delicious cereal. I um, mean,
0: if there isn't, maybe there should be. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, can we stock some lakes I mean, with flounder? You've got to be able to. I mean, you could do that. I mean, the fish in the barrel. I mean, what are right? we could
1: stock it there. I mean, completely make our own. At some point the in the earth's eat. history, someone's put some flounder in a lake. Yeah. If there's not. I think I read online there's certain types of flounder that might be in the lake but i mean i
0: wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised
1: but I, that, that was a mistake for all right. you fishermen out there <laughs> who are going nuts yeah you're getting furious about that um but but this week we have more celebrations than yeah mistakes. yeah for sure so uh one of my friends shout out to ricky he's getting a lot of shout, shout outs on the podcast my ricky. yeah totally so he was listening to the last one and he sent um he sent me some money for pizza sweet so we got an extra extra uh pizza for our uh our whatever that book's called oh or the, the, the reference Red Fir- 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 grows yeah so it was great and then also Aaron we're at we're at 1000 a a a thousand. yes 1000
0: listens so
1: i woke up one morning checked the app and <laughs> it said listens 1k
0: 1k when we were we were we were talking in the hallways when it was at like 9 996 i was like oh the last four i don't know what we're going to do then it sat at 999 9, 9 for a minute
1: yeah it's funny though because um i remember our first episode we got 8 we were like really excited. We were going crazy. Cause I think I said, our, we said our initial goal is to just like inform a few people about yeah. the basics of what's going on and try to like change their opinions aren't going to change like ours. Like, cause mine, it took me a while working with kids like this to like actually not think those toxic thoughts about right. people that you don't no. know. Um, but just to kind of let them know that it's out there. And these are great kids. They've just been through yep. tough situations. So that was our goal, one person. One person. And so we've hopefully done that, unless we're just
0: terrible. I mean, you know, like, we were excited to get 10 people. We were like, if we get 10 yes. people to hold on, I mean, so I mean, at 29 or 30 or 40, whatever we got listen to, I'm
1: excited about it. Yeah, so we're going to have to celebrate at some point. Yeah, it's happening. But from now on, it's it's just all, you know, this is all great. This is all cake. <laughs> all, is all cake. This is all cake, yes. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to... Switch up the order a little bit again. I think this is our order from now, from now on. Yeah, we'll just stick with this. Yeah, so we're gonna get into know you first. Um, so my question, to you Aaron, is your favorite hobby? This could be when you were little, or now, or a future hobby. Future hobby?
0: Um, a future hobby. Um, it sounds crazy, but I really do want to learn how to fly a helicopter. It's it's. I don't know why. I mean, for I, I did want to learn how to ride a motorcycle. I, I checked that one off the list, but like learning to fly a motorcycle. I mean, learning to fly a helicopter. I feel like you know, I don't. I'm not worried about the a- apocalypse or anything like that. But I just feel like, nor am I ever going to have enough money to own my own. <laughs> but I think it's just would be something really cool to be able to do. I don't know. I don't know about flying for some reason,
1: but definitely helicopter. Yeah, that, I'm stealing this from Bill Burr, but that's why he said he got. Uh, a helicopter license. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. He lives in LA and he said he just wants to be able to go up, up and out. Up and out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if you, like, he has the money, which yeah. we don't. But, I mean, you know, no runway needed. Just That's the thing, like, in this kind of a pop, cop, apocalypse scenario, you could be with your family and just spot a helicopter you know, things have gone haywire, so there might be some keys in there and then you're you're gold. I'm good to go. So you run out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly.
0: Um and what I like is, uh I, I like going to like concerts. I like going to uh, shows that's kinda like what I'm into like right now. So like if I can or or comedy shows or something like that. When's the uh when's the last concert
1: or comedy show you went to? Uh
0: the last concert I think that I went to was uh L-Lorn Hill and Nas when they were at um Together recently, and they, they were doing a show. Um, I went to see them. Uh, Two legends. Yeah, in the game. That was wow. a good show. It was a really good show, actually. I have never.
1: I wanted to see Nas when he came to Richmond, but it was like on a Tuesday.
0: Yeah, so it's a I weird should, time. Yeah, I
1: should have just called out a warrior. <laughs> I mean, I should have gotten sick. <laughs> it was a really
0: good show, though. Like I, I, That was the second, second time seeing Nas, um, um, and he did a really good show this time. Um, and Lauren Hill was amazing. It was a really good show. Nice. Uh, so,
1: Patrick, uh, what is your? Who's your favorite athlete of all time? All right, so this one's easy for me: Chauncey Billups. Sweet. Uh, so I started liking the Pistons. Isaiah Thomas. Then when I was in college, Pistons got Chauncey Billups. Just loved everything about him. It's like I've never had any problem with when a, when a athletes are like talk a lot and all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. Like athletes that talk trash, but there's just something about him, like. Because he knew he talked trash, but he wasn't like he didn't he wasn't like didn't really draw attention to himself. No, no, he was just so smooth. I was silky smooth. Um, he scored a lot, but he was one of those point guards where if they were winning by a lot, he didn't care. Yeah, they would just dish. But then games when they were losing, he would do whatever they needed. They won the title with him. Um, actually, people started calling me a ver because my name is kind of like his last name. they yeah. started calling me a version of that. <laughs> nice. um, I had like I said, I had the authentic. That I used to wear in college. <laughs> the girl, I was got it for me. It was sweet. not a good relationship, but it was, it was a great present. Right. So I used to rock that a lot. Just wearing the authentic, it was a white one with the, the blue and red trim on oh, the side. Sweet. Yeah, it was, it was special. I still probably have that somewhere. No problem,
0: it was a triple XL. It was like the only size. Oh, I was going to say, you can rock it now, but <laughs> I might wear it on it because we
1: had the sports. Oh, yeah, here. on the sports stage. Yeah, John C. for sure. Mr. Big Shot. Yeah. Just love him. Um, and then he. He did well with the Nuggets, and now he's yeah. great on TV. I'm gonna say, yeah, he's a great analyst. Yeah, yeah. he's just good at everything. He yeah. looks like he's not a good looking guy, but like, <laughs> but, like, but he, he's always well dressed. Yeah, he's, in he's great sharp. Shape. There's just something about him. Yeah, like, you know, if he was a performer, he would be unreal. He's yeah. got that presence about him.
0: Yeah, he definitely seems. Yeah, he seems like I, I don't know if he has a podcast or a radio show, but I imagine he does. He should. Um, it just probably be a good listen. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check
1: that out. In yeah. between listening to our just dynamic.
0: Sure, I know. It's, <laughs> it's hard to get listening listen to anybody else's once you listen to ours. That's
1: so true. <laughs> um, so we're going to go, and I messed this up last week. Now we're going to go struggle of the week. Okay. So we'll go brief game, and a struggle, and then the highlight, a, keep it positive. Um, so our struggle of the week is something that this year I think, Aaron, has been a lot harder than previous years.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's not to say, you know, that, you know, the kids should be our best friends or, you know, or, or that we're, we're striving to, to be Buddy, buddy, necessarily with the kids, Um, we want great relationships and are always building relationships. Um, And it's not like it's not like you know the kids don't love us; they're not loving us back. It's not that. uh, It's just you know I think the struggle is kind of like when the population is indifferent, like to uh, you as staff necessarily. Like you're maybe they're they're not listening or into their mess into your message or what the program might be about. They're they're not here for that. They're not really into it. So almost your all of your intentions are your, are almost going
1: on deaf ears. Um. Yeah, I think in previous years, I mean, we start, still are getting this some, as we talk about in our feel good stories of the week and all that. But in previous years, just a lot more feedback, at least verbally. Yeah. Like, hey, I know I was a jerk yesterday. I really appreciate what you all are doing for me. Um, I might not be making the progress that you guys want or that I want, but but I want you to know that we We get comments like that all the time, and this year it's been a lot more. Just like, even when a student's in a position where they know they have to apologize to avoid some kind of consequence, not we don't do a lot of consequence, but but you know to get yeah. back and the good graces, it's more just I'm doing this to get this over with.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't matter. Right. Um, there, there's, there's definitely a feeling of like. Um, uh, and, and even if the kids don't recognize it all the time, you start to get a sense like, okay, they're getting, they're understanding, like they appreciate. They may not like what we're doing, but it's on, at some point or at some level, they can they appreciate that it's good for them and they understand that that it it is beneficial for them. Um, and I, I don't know if we're not at that point in uh, in the year yet um, with this with 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 the group that we have now, or they just may not ever get to that point. And and it's kind
1: of been a struggle dealing with that. Yeah, um, it's, it seems we have more kids. Uh, this year that are kind of instead of having uh interactions with staff that are meaningful it's it's more they're kind of like all right i'm trying to figure out this program what do i need to say here to kind of keep it moving right, right and like get where i want to go right. as opposed to like let's actually have a real conversation and talk about what happened and yeah, relationships Um, and and as you said it's not no, all the kids no. it's just, it just seems like this year it's a higher percentage and as we all know, middle and high schoolers they wear off on each other, and then it's just kind of like a more empathetic vibe going yeah. on right now. Which
0: I is mean, a little disappointing. Yeah, I mean, and you, you know, we
1: understand that you know they it
0: rolls in waves. So this yeah. this is just a wave that we're we're seeing as as far as um, the group and the groups that we have. So
1: yeah, and as you know, my pet peeve is the kids not saying thank <laughs> you when we do stuff. So. so I'll talk about our party we had later, which was great. But just we, it's just a few of those kids trying to like. They each got two pieces of pizza. Yeah. Thanks, Ricky. And they were just like, why well, don't two pieces of pizza. That's not gonna fill me up." I'm like, "It's 9 a.m. <laughs> you just had breakfast. How <laughs> right. you get two pieces of pizza? Just say for thank, free. Yeah. Say thank you and right. keep it moving. Right. Like, just that's all. I'll ask. I think I might have told one kid's. He's gonna go in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and say thank you, but I apologize for that. But it's just like you. It's and we talk about this too all the time. Is. Most people grow up being told to say thank you. Told right. So there is that aspect of it. Yeah. But at this point, some of the kids who have been here long enough are like, "Please just say thank you." Right. Let's get this going. Right. Right. But now
0: we're on a highlight of highlight the week. Of the week.
1: Aaron, you had a great day. Uh yeah.
0: Last last week, uh, Friday, one of our support coaches was out, um, and you know I filled in, um, and it was a great time. It was with our uh middle school middle school group or mostly middle school group, and um. It was just good. They, they had a good time. All the interactions, for the most part, for the, throughout the day, were positive. Um, we were uh, going in and out of the transitions, and at one point, you know, they got to their math, and their, our math teacher here does a really cool thing for them on Fridays, where there's a there's a math game that they play, where they're allowed to um, turn in sticks that they earn for you know to go to the store and. and in the, the classroom store, and just being part of all of that, and um, even though there was some challenges here and there, um, even working with the kids during the during the math game, it was still just a great, fun experience. They all had a good day. They all had a good time. So it's, you know, sometimes I forget what it's like to be involved in that. Sometimes, and
1: it was it was exciting, and it was great to be part of it. Yeah, because I forget sometimes because um, we talk during the day, but I don't see you actually in action a lot. Yeah. I'm usually in my classroom. Yeah. I forget that. Um, the majority of your interactions start in crisis. Right. So yeah. it's a completely different vibe right. being with the kids all day and right. like seeing them when they're not in that state and all that. Um, and that's an awesome class. I love that class. Yeah, that class is
0: great. I mean, and I think it was great not only for me to, to – have that interaction, I think it was great for that, for them to have that interaction with me as well, so that they don't see me as the person that only comes in during crisis or only comes in to intervene when things are tough or difficult that, you enforce know, the rules. Enforce, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> rule enforcer or the robot. <laughs> 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 so that there is more to me than that. So, I mean, it was, it was great for all of us to kind of be around each other. So I had a good time. Yeah, I get a lot of
1: that. Aaron just all he does is is tell tell me what the rules are I'm like well that's his, <laughs> right. his job right. like when you're out of class the rule is just supposed to be in class right so what else is he supposed to say to you? Supposed there's to say no that. other conversation that can be had is <laughs> that you need to go back to class right and I think we were just talking about
0: like uh a minute ago off air like you know that I'm feeling like the kids are starting to get sick of me and I think it's sick of, or or hate my guts but I think it's there some of them are starting to realize that like okay like he does all he does is enforce the rules all day long, or you know. So what
1: I always tell them is, if you don't want Mr. Carroll to talk to you, then just follow the rules. Right. I was like he, I was like he'd love to engage with you in a conversation. Love if, to, I would love to. <laughs> but if you don't want to engage with him in a conversation, and you tell him that, and you're doing what you're supposed to, he'll literally never bother you. <laughs> like you know, if you're yeah. in a, if you're walking to class the way you should be, if you're in class, you're obviously not going to come in here and start yelling at a kid, you know. <laughs> I'm just like it's a very simple equation, right? And I tell the kids the same thing with technology. Like if I will not shut your computer off if If you're you're not on a website, if you're on the right website, (laughs) you be where you're supposed to be on the internet. We have no problems, zero problems. I'm sure Kay could have the same conversation with us. I will not fire fire you (laughs) if you show up to work on time (laughs) and do your job. (laughs) job. I try to always we always talk about that trying to relate to real life stuff. Yeah, and I just it's so sometimes so frustrating telling them, you know, if you say that to your boss ever.
0: You're gonna be without a job. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's not gonna be Mr. It's not gonna be Aaron out there being like, "Please go to class." And <laughs> you know, then you need to go to class. It's gonna be all right. Get your stuff. You're done. Was, you know, nice having you, but you are know, good luck with like lunch. this <laughs> week. <laughs> but it's um, my highlight of the week is we had a student transfer from another homeroom to my homeroom because I had a couple students recently discharged from the program, which is awesome. Um, and this student is just very calm, um, very respectful the majority of the time does the things that she's supposed to do. And it's also the opposite of what we're talking about, the struggle. She's very appreciative. Yeah. Um, even if it's something like, you know, can, can I go get a drink of water? And she can tell you're busy. And, you know, we always have to cite time. Even that stuff. She'll yeah. say, I really appreciate you doing that for me. You know, I was really thirsty. I know you didn't want to, you know, just like yeah. simple stuff like that. And it just, um, it changes the whole vibe of the class here when you have one kid that's always really calm. Yeah. Because there's just that sense of normalcy and there is someone that they can kind of look at and see that is not acting in a certain way. Yeah. And like – I don't know what it reminds them of. But maybe it reminds them of being back at a quote-unquote normal school right. or just or just being around – we always talk about with adults. So if they're around people that are that are acting – I don't know what normal is, but the way that the majority of people act, which right. is – Controlled, respectful, and all that, then, then they tend to calm down. So this week has been better for my homeroom. We yeah. still have t- two of your boys. So he has are best friends at this point.
0: Yeah, we're, <laughs> we might be holding hands walking to
1: the class. Together. They might see you more than they see me. <laughs> if I I'm their uh, homeroom say, Yeah, they see me more than they see everybody. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> like a couple of days, we've like just gotten in front of the door, but then that becomes such a power that struggle. That becomes a thing. Yeah. So it's just, I, it's, it's been a year with those. To fine young men,
0: Those fine young gentlemen. Yes. At one point,
1: it was four though. Yes, <laughs> we're down to two. We're down to two. All right. So our our resource of the week. And Aaron, you were able to secure this sponsor. Did, did we get a name for this? Or you just recently used it? Um, you know, it, it was under it was under gotta go.
0: Okay, what was the name of it? Okay. Um, and uh, it's kind of you know it's. You know, there, there there are times where you may get an invite to something that you may not necessarily you know want to go to, but you can't you can't say no. You know, maybe it's family, maybe it's a really close friend, you know, a wedding or you know, I don't know, a birthday party, baby shower. Those are always kind of tough to go to Dinner sometimes. With the in-laws. Yeah, you know, it's just what it might just be a struggle. Okay. but you gotta say yes. So I found this thing online, gotta go. And what it is, is it's a paid, you know, kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, so I mean. It, it you pay them to come in you know you can either do it in public you know to, and make it seen and make it more believable or they can just you know you can say excuse yourself and go to your car and then they can pick you up you know maybe outside um to get you out of your uncomfortable situation that you might be in
1: so what have you used this to get out of uh the recently the,
0: the thing i used it for most recently was it was a birthday party you know you you get an invite for in this particular case of somebody i haven't seen in a long time yeah. but like they're like a friend of the family kind of situation, right. but I don't see them all the time. But you really can't say no because they know this person. And then, you know, you, yeah. you just get stuck. So I needed to go. So I had to get out of there. There's a lot
1: of bizarre stuff like that when you're an adult. Yeah. Because, I mean, maybe I'm weird. <laughs> but, like, if my own, like, brother didn't come to my wedding. Right. If he was like, hey, my brother likes to surf. Yeah, Okay. And if he called me and was like, hey, there's these crazy waves coming this weekend. I would just be like, all right, let's let's go. Yeah. Like, it's, it's you know. It that sounds like more fun <laughs> than watching like some stranger stuff cake in my face. You've probably met like three times. Yeah, just with like stuff like that just doesn't yeah. bother me. But uh, you do know those people that even if if you were like the if it was your wife's friend, yeah, and you didn't show up, they would like never forget. Yeah, it would be a problem forever. And then like yeah. at every soccer you have to avoid all them, and then it just <laughs> snowballs. Just goes from there. But with the
0: service, with the gotta go service, <laughs> I mean, they're extremely professional. I mean, you know. So they're in touch with, the, with, with the, your local law enforcement so they know that, you know, it's not a real situation should a 911 call come. And then almost immediately, you know, your significant other, your person that you're with, that you came, that you showed up with, gets a note, you know, or text to their phone saying your person's
1: okay. But, you know. That's brilliant. I think I'm going to use it on Sunday nights. I'm I'm good with doing stuff all week, but Sunday nights I, night I do just... not want to be out of my house, especially during this time of year when it gets dark. When like, it starts four. <laughs> yeah. like I wanna be in my house when it gets dark on nice. Sunday. That's like my only rule in yeah. life. Right well, now. I mean, I would
0: highly recommend it. They're extremely professional. I mean, I you know, I, I ate snacks, crackers and cheese, had some good wine with them, and it was it was all good. But yeah, I didn't think about that. You get some time to
1: yourself as well. Perfect. Win win. Totally. Um, so the resource of the week this week you wanted to talk about uh something we use with our kids a lot. Yeah, it's
0: something that we use here, uh our particular site uh it's collaborative problem solving or cps it's um through think kids um and we will leave the website Online to Think Kids, so you guys can take a look at it. Um, we're not going to go into too much great deal. I think we'll leave. Where would we leave a link to that?
1: Something like that, I think, would have to be on our Facebook page. If we
0: we have, we still have the Facebook page. Yeah, it's, right? it's
1: still active. Sure. Zuckerberg hasn't shut us down yet. Trauma
0: teachers on Facebook. Trauma teachers on Facebook. Um, so we'll link, leave the link up to the website there, but um, it's it's an alternative um, for problem solving, um, where problem solving is. It's through solution. It's solution-based through conversations. Um, So instead of like any kind of reward situation um, or consequences, you look, you seek for solutions um, to problems through conversation, like I said. Um, And there's different stages. Um, There's a, what they call as a plan A, which is um, there might be some behaviors or things that you can't ignore. Um, So you just say, okay, we're, you know, you're not allowed to have weapons at school, that's not a discussion, so no, you can't have a gun. Um, so that might be an example of like a plan A situation. Um, and then they also have a plan C situation, which are some things that you know, that we see that are not necessarily threatening in a way, and we might be able to ignore them for now, um, or maybe come back to at a later situation. Um, so maybe a student is tapping their pencil, um, which is not threatening, um, but is kind of annoying to your group, but it's something that could be ignored for the time being. It doesn't necessarily have to be addressed. Um, but, but a lot of what we use is their plan Bs, um, which are conversations where um, there may be a particular behavior that we see um, that you might want to change. And you may have a conversation with um, the student or the child. Um, you guys may get together maybe one-on-one or maybe with with another person. You guys get together. And it's basically just a conversation to say, okay, well, uh, student, I've seen that you know lately you've had trouble meeting going to your second period class today and yesterday. So, you know, what's going on with that? So you give them the opportunity to uh, discuss what, or discuss what the problem is or might be. Um, And then after that, you work together to go through concerns that they may be having. Um, And then you are, there's an opportunity for the adults to voice their concerns with, you know, some of the behaviors that might be happening. And then somewhere in the middle, you try and find a solution to those problems that meet for both sides. it's kind of a rough gist of kind of what it looks like.
1: Yeah, and it's just like Aaron said. We'll put the website up. Um, it's kind of the opposite of what you see a lot with our kids, which is either you need to do this because I told you so, which does right. not work with our kids, right. or if you do this, I'll give you food. Right. And and then we see this happen all the time at um, at, our, at our placement. And then it becomes once you do that, and you can, it does work with some kids, like yeah. But when I, when I do stuff like that, it's because hey, you've had a great month. Like here's something real quick. It's right. not like. Hey, if you do this worksheet, I'm gonna give you a candy bar. Right. Like because then it just turns into you're basically a store. Right. And the kids would just do stuff to you, to, or you So return. you give them stuff, and you see that happening. here. So I really like it because it, it because our kids have a lot of problems understanding why their behaviors are wrong, yeah. and that's the whole focus of it. Yeah. This is why this isn't allowed. Even if you don't see what's wrong with what you're doing, this is like the school can't function, and and then the kid, even if they don't change their behaviors, they at least have an understanding of where we're coming. Of where from. we're coming, and it, it I think. Um, in the in the long,
0: uh, on a long scale, it gives you know it may not work all the time, but long game it gives a chance to continue building relationships, and it gives the student a chance to understand that okay, like I have an, I have a, a viewpoint or a perspective, um, and they're willing to listen. They're not willing to just disregard how I feel because um, they heard me out, um, and even if that means that you know the solution that we may have come back doesn't work, and we have to come back in a couple of weeks and reevaluate. Um, at least let them understand that they they have value and that they're
1: being listened to. Right. And it's something, too, kids can think about years later. I mean, even our kids um, who have been through a lot of tough situations and have had to deal with a lot of authority figures, if you're by yourself with four or five adults explaining stuff to you and they're being patient and therapeutic right. with you, you're going to remember that. Yeah, that's going to stand out. Right. I mean, I don't remember that ever happening. Like, I mean, I got in a lot of trouble, not like doing terrible stuff. When I was in middle school, like I said, I just wouldn't shut up. Right. So I remember the parent teacher conferences, even in like seventh grade, I was just terrified. Like yeah. I ran out of one of them because I just couldn't handle like two <laughs> adults just telling me like, because I knew all this stuff was true. <laughs> and I knew all the lies I've been telling my mom and dad were like, well, like, you know, and then you just like run out of the room. But yeah. like it would, it just would be such a different experience. There's four or five people saying, Patrick, I know, I know you love to talk, but it's incredibly annoying to me. You right. can't teach why you're right. doing it. Right. And then you get you give a chance to ask them, all
0: right, like, so why are you talking all the time? <laughs> right. And you can and you can be like, well <laughs> I just have so much energy i just love to talk right. the sound of my voice is awesome <laughs> yeah. everybody needs to hear it. you give them an opportunity to say whatever they might be feeling and you'd be like okay well i hear you there's nothing yeah. you know there's and nothing think, wrong with that but
1: and if i've been willing to engage in conversation that age maybe i would have realized like that's wow that's incredibly selfish I right want to talk about sports or whatever during class while this woman is who's making forty thousand dollars a year is trying to teach <laughs> right in you know,
0: a class so, and that's um, what i'm saying in the, in the long run that's what we're trying to establish is to eventually get
1: to the build that skill of like them being able to understand those points of perspective right because just just changing one behavior doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything, right? Like if we change that they're not gonna like for example, like I'm big on like cleaning up after they eat. If we just change that one behavior and then they leave our school and go back, that's that does nothing. Right. But if you explain to them why it's disrespectful, there's people that have to clean up, you know, all that all stuff, then maybe, things maybe that light like comes on.
0: Maybe. Right, right. right. <laughs> Especially when they've given the opportunity to to voice their concerns or, or or their issues about it and hear their feelings or speak their feelings about it. Um, yeah for sure and it's and not to say that you know we're knocking any other type of um, you know the either a point system or you know any of those any of those uh, other ways of going about it this is just the one that we use here um, that has kind of been that has been successful for us uh, here
1: right and I think that's a great point because we do talk about a lot of stuff that this, the stuff we talk about is are, are things that work with kids who have been through trauma right if you've been raised in a normal environment and are at a quote-unquote normal high school, you, you should be able to just tell a kid, put your book away. Right, like put you your phone have, away. Right, you shouldn't have to explain that to them, but that's not how things work.
0: You know? Right. It just doesn't work. So building relationships with them, giving them opportunities opportunity to, to, to have a voice, um, has it's definitely been beneficial. All
1: right, so we're on to the feel-good story of the week. Um, and you know I'd have to say this is the most drastic change I've ever seen a student go through. Agreed. Because three weeks ago was probably – our most dif- if not our most difficult student definitely top five and now i don't know what's happened right. I don't know if this will last so we might as well talk about it now right. <laughs> but it's just been incredible
0: i mean i think i think we've all kind of been you know wondering of whether it's genuine or whether we're waiting for the another shoe to drop or um or you know or in best case scenario which i'm i'm starting to kind of lean towards um is uh you know we were talking about our struggle uh of the week earlier and in, in, you know and in, in, you know, how some kids can kind of be indifferent, indifferent. but um, having this feel good story is kind of the opposite of that is in the fact that I feel like this student might be on the, at the point where they're starting to understand why everybody is here for them and why everybody is saying the things that they're saying, why we're having these plan B conversations, why we're speaking to them um, and why the um, therapy and everything is, I think all of that is, starting to click and trying to kind of to make sense. Um, it's kind of my opinion and kind of how I feel like it's happening, um, which might be part of the
1: switch. Because even up to like a month ago, this student um, was like leaving campus. Right. And um, it, yep. when didn't really understand that it was dangerous, didn't seem to understand that it was dangerous, right. thought that like adults were being jerks for, for telling her that she couldn't do that, Yeah. you know, when she was putting herself in these terrible situations. Same with um, like leaving stuff and on supervision. Yep. Um, there would be times we didn't know where she was, and that's terrifying. Right. And then when we found her, she would just be like, "I don't know why you guys are so concerned." Right. It's like, "Well, because you're you're in middle school." Yeah, yeah. And and we need to know where you are. Right. And there have been some
0: pretty uh, serious uh, incidences um, so far, um,
1: or, or there had been. And you know, yeah. As far as class, um, and again, like I said, this is the most drastic change I've seen, and it's only been three weeks, but. From a student where I could literally not conduct class mm-hmm. four out of five days when she was in there because she's standing in front of the smart board while we're trying to read off the smart board. <laughs> right. She's sitting on a kid's worksheet while they're trying to write. Right. You know, she's getting an argument. She's saying inappropriate things out loud that are making others laugh. And then now, for some reason, the last three weeks coming in, sitting down, she sits in the very front of the class, mm. reads the book. Yeah. And it's not only really a book that's really into her interest, does all her work. So um, even if this is a flash in the pan, we know it's in there now. Right, right.
0: More importantly, most importantly, yeah, we know it, it exists. We can we can uh, engage it on some point at some point on some level. Yeah, when she's in a good place, she has an
1: awesome personality. She's great, hysterical, very, very funny, personable, like a lot of cool interest. Um, but that stuff was that stuff is. Really hard to focus on when you can't have class right because
0: there's constant inappropriate sexual comments flying all over the place. Yes, yes um but she has definitely been a lot better um definitely um being able to advocate for herself in an appropriate way um she's uh asking for staff if she needs to um maybe sometimes a little more than often too maybe too much um looking for different staff but uh no, definitely. Um, and, and using coping skills appropriately, I think I mean even saw evidence of that today. I mean, <laughs> she did take six laps, <laughs> but she did ask appropriately and, and was able to be supervised. And when that, you know, was given high fives in between the laps. So like and when the sixth
1: one came up, right back to class, no issues, no problems. Yeah, she's been awesome. So going into my classroom corner, uh, I just <laughs> wanted to briefly discuss the, we, we did have the Where the Red Fern Grows party. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name of the book earlier. Yeah. Um, so the dog came in. We watched the movie, the dog came in like perfect timing, like 20 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> nice. So it kind of distracted them from like the re-traumatization of seeing the dog, not only reading about the dog's dying, but then seeing it, yeah. so they were all, only one student wasn't great with the dog. Okay. The dog loves jerky, as most dogs do, and he just kept teasing it, acting like he had jerky. But it was fine. Nothing, yeah. nothing major. Um, and uh, there were a few kids that didn't say thank you in that, but the majority of the kids were very appreciative. Awesome. And I, I think more importantly than them being appreciative. Was they they realized that, um, and we just talked about CPS, but this wasn't <laughs> something I told them before we read the book. Okay, I was just so proud of them sitting for two months and reading a book every day. Yeah. I was like, we're just gonna do something. Yeah, like I wasn't like, hey, if we finish this book because that stuff no. doesn't work. You're never gonna hold on for two months. Right, and change a behavior. <laughs> like that. <laughs> no matter what, be like, I'll get you a new car. You right, right. It'd always be and something. Some else. Of our kids would <laughs> still get you know. So that was awesome. Uh, and I guess so. To end, we just gotta talk about this the R words real quick with the, uh I think low point in franchise history. Someone probably. said, probably. I, mean. um, I think an old writer for like the times said that it was the worst thing you'd ever seen. It was the stadium was maybe 30% full. <laughs> probably 20% of that was Jets fans. Right. They get absolutely drilled by the Jets. By the Jets. Their rookie quarterback doesn't look good.
0: Oh, and they don't look like they might have put him in them. a bad situation. But no, yeah,
1: he might be great. <laughs> the Patriots will probably trade for like a six round pick for him in two years, two years. and then he'll start after <laughs> right. And He'll be incredible. and he'll just run the dynasty again for the Patriots. But yeah, I I, uh, I keep having to watch them because I go over to my friends and they have two TVs and one's always on Red Zone and then they have the skins game on. And yeah. I was like, you know, Lamar Jackson's playing against Deshaun Watson on the other yeah. channel.
0: Can we please just walk yeah, over to that? Please, it's got to be way better.
1: But no, yeah. The, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't
0: say much of anything, as you know, because I mean, the Jets are just running through the bottom of the NFC <laughs> yeah, East right it's, now. It's not
1: <laughs> um, but to end on uh, something, we next week we have a. We don't want to ruin anything. We have a very, cross our fingers. We have a very special guest.
0: Yeah, who's going to come on?
1: Someone from like actually outside the agency that's Sweet. pretty well known in yeah. our field. So. Disney. If this happens, it'll be awesome.
0: I mean, we might go from 1K to 2K.
1: That would be. Then we got to throw another celebration. <laughs> but I mean, that's all I got for this week. Um, yeah, uh,
0: me as well. So, Patrick, as always, I've enjoyed our conversation. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed listening, and we look forward to you guys listening next week.